I do not have a long message tonight, but I believe any message is important. So we're going to get into it. Amen. Matthew chapter 5. Praise God. Matthew chapter 5 and down to verse 14. Say amen when you have it. Amen. Chapter 5 of Matthew and verse 14. I'm reading from the New Living Translation here. Um, Y'all know me because I like the clarity of it. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. King James Version says a bushel. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Praise God. You may be seated Ask you to forgive my voice. Oak pollen is already starting and it's crazy time. Amen. Uh, the thought I wanted to, to focus on tonight is the light. There's something special about light. We take light for granted. I know we do. And if you say you don't, well, pastors, you have to preach a message about lying, okay? Because uh, we take light for granted. Those switches over there, oh, just flip the switch, it'll turn on. Well, we've all been in power outages where you want to flip the switch and it doesn't want to turn on. We've all, you you know, you're in your house and it's nine o'clock at night or something. It's all dark, but your lights are on. And then you're thinking, I need to go do it. I have a chore I need to go do somewhere over in the kitchen or something. And then the power goes out and you're like, I should have done that thing earlier. What was I thinking? And then you're like, you know what? I don't know when the power is going to come back on. So I should just try and do this chore with the light off. How well do you think that goes? Probably doesn't go very good, does it? Right? You think you know where everything is in your house until the lights won't come back on. And you're like, wait a minute. Where's this? Where's that? Right? We, we're we all that way. We know, right? We know. We take light for granted. Oh, there's always going to be light. If I need something, just flip the light on and I can find whatever I need. Oh, my, my, my. Well, Jesus calls us to be the light of the world. Amen. Light, another thing about light, you know, I'm a nurse and I, in my studies, we focused a lot on light. Light can be used not just to illuminate something, but light can be used to cleanse things as well, right? There's different, I don't want to use versions, but that's the best word I can think of, different types of lights, right? There's this classic light, LED lights from the light bulb. And then then there's ultra powerful lights that they use specifically for cleaning. And my work in the nursing homes and stuff, they had this big uh, like robot type looking deal that they would come out at night and they would start cleaning. You think, how are you cleaning with that machine? Until you see it actually in action, you almost need sunglasses. Otherwise, if you look at it, it's going to blind you there. It's this big Robot stands about that tall, and it comes up to about there. When it turns on, a big strobe light type situation starts going. It's used for cleaning, right? Light can also be used as heat. When you're cold and you start a fire in the fireplace, well, that fire emits light and it emits heat, right? So there's a lot of good that happens with light, right? 
Oh, my, my, my. And the Lord calls us to be the light of the world for several different reasons. God, he puts his light in us through the Holy Ghost. We're called to take that light and not hide it. It would be kind of dumb if you turned on a flashlight and then put a pillow over it to hide the light, right? Like, why are you even turn the flashlight on? What are you doing? Or or if your power goes out and you have a candle, I'm going to light the candle. You light the candle and then you just extinguish the candle. Like, why? why? Why even light the candle in the first place? Amen. So you need the light, the light of God. We're called to let the light shine, not in a boastful way, right? I think of... Uh, the story of David and Goliath. Goliath out there, he was very proud. He was very boastful. He was like, I'm something special. Goliath thought he was all that in a bag of chips is what he thought. Okay. Um, and he mocked the Israelites. He said, if you really believe in your God, send somebody out here to fight me. And we'll see what happened. He just, and his head was about three times as big as it should have been. And it proved that was proven through the scripture. Okay. Um, so that attitude of Goliath. While Goliath is dead and gone a long time ago, the spirit of Goliath is still alive and well. We humans are proud people. We're boastful people. We like to let our heads get bigger than it should be, and we think we're better than everybody else, and and that's just all. That's how it's going to be. We're that way. You can say amen. We are, okay? And um, that's just how we are. It's kind of our default nature to get that way, okay? That's how it is. Um, we get to have that spirit of Goliath, and we need the Holy Ghost to kind of bring us down a few notches, okay? Now, with our light, of the light of God that's in us, we're, we're told to let it shine through us, okay? I was reading some, doing some research and, and studying on this, and, and one place I found, and it said we're we're called to be to reflect the light. I was like, okay, let me think about this for a little bit. Reflecting the light means the light is not in us. It means someone's shining a light on us and it's just bouncing off of us. We're called to let the light engulf us. You ever you, you've seen you started a fire in a fireplace or you've seen a movie of it, they start the fire and then it starts real small. And then it, eventually the wood catches and it gets really big and engulfs everything. And you can't miss it when you look at it. That's how we're supposed to be with the light of God. It, the Holy Ghost in us, through us, we let that shine and we spread the light. The Lord doesn't say, okay, I'm giving you the Holy Ghost, the gift of the Holy Ghost, but I want you to hide it and don't tell anybody about it. He says, take it, spread it. Like a fire, a wildfire in the forest. You start in one spot, it's going to start spreading. We're called to be the wildfire of the Holy Ghost. Does that make sense? It's easy for us, but, but, but Brother Nix, I don't like to witness. I, I can't talk. I can't do that. We turn into Moses. But Lord, I can't do this. But Lord, I can't do that. But Lord, this. But Lord, that. And the Lord says, quit saying but and just say yes, sir, and get out and do it. Okay, you know, just like with with a fire, um, I used to light a lot of uh, fires in our fireplace. So that's my parents when the few times it would get cold, I would love to go and light the fire. And there were times when I would light the fire, and it just wouldn't want to light. No matter hard as you tried, you just didn't want to light until you find that one missing ingredient, and bam, it'll light up. We 
let's say we we miss some ingredients in our souls sometimes. And the devil will sit here and tell us, look, you've been trying to witness to people and you 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 can't spread the fire of God, so you must not be on fire, so you just may as well stop it. The devil will sit there and tell you that. That's when we have to sit and we come and we're like, okay, Lord, what am I missing? What have I done to stamp out whatever ingredient in my life? What do I need to add to my life to to catch myself back on fire? Praise God. It's like when you when I found it in that fireplace, I'm like, oh, I'm missing. Maybe it's just one little piece of, of, of newspaper to help light everything up. You find that one ingredient, and then all of a sudden it's like a miracle. The whole the whole fireplace just gets engulfed. It's like wow. Once you find that one ingredient, you will be that wildfire for God. Praise God. And the devil will tell you that you're not good for anything. He'll tell you that you may as well just not even try to witness to anybody because maybe you've witnessed X amount of people before and and nothing happens. So why even try anymore? (sighs) Friend, if you're cold and you're trying to light a fire, are you just going to try once and that didn't work, so I'm just not going to try again? Don't think so. If you get out in your car, you're trying to go to work in the morning, the car doesn't want to start, you're going to try and crank it one time, and up, it doesn't want to crank, so I guess I just can't go to work today. You're going to sit there and work at it. Crank, crank, crank. And eventually, hopefully, it'll start up. Like with the fire, you keep trying, you keep trying. Eventually, you're going to have success. Praise God. God. Let God's light shine in you and through you, and let God's light be with you. Don't hide the light of God, okay? The devil tells us, at least he tells me, that you try and try and try, and you can add whatever you want to, and you're just never going to be a success. You're never going to win that person you've been trying to win to God. I'm here to tell you, devil, look, I've got the right ingredient to start that fire. Praise God. Oh, man. Light, uh, darkness is the absence of light. Without, Without light, we're in utter darkness. In Genesis 1, God said, let there be light. That tells me that, and Scripture tells us, too, that darkness covered the face of the earth. Praise God. And with God's light, what once was cold was now warm. And what once was dead was now alive again. Praise God. In us, we let the light of God come into us. And and what we think parts of our soul are dead and gone, but the light of God gets into us. And all of a sudden, we just flourish in Christ. You've seen, you've been trying to, maybe you have plants or you have uh, greenery at the house that you're trying to keep alive, and, and and it's not by a windowsill, it's somewhere else in the house. You're just trying to get it to, to stay alive, and it struggles and struggles. And then you're finally like, Why don't, let me just try and put it by the window and see what happens. And you put it there, and within the, by the next day, it's all of a sudden like a brand new plant. There's something special about the light. Praise God. Oh, my, my, my. Without light, we can't see anything, right? We we need light to be able to see. 
without the light of God in our lives, we stumble and we fall and we fail over and over again. Praise God, but praise God, we have the light of God. Psalms 119, 105 says, that word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. What does that mean? Well, that means his word shines right at my feet so I can make sure I'm not stumbling on anything right in front of me. And also says his word is a light for down the road so I can see dangers ahead and try and avoid them as best I can. Uh, my, my, my. If you look at the moon, the moon has no light. The moon just reflects the light. You see pictures from our, our uh, NASA and all of them. They've sent robots onto the moon and everything. It's dark. It's just dull, dreary, and just there's no life there whatsoever. You compare it to the Earth where the sun shines and light is on the Earth, and it's a night and day difference there. Praise God. <clears throat> my, my, my. Where was I? <sighs> light can clean things and light can change things. Praise God. You look at Saul walking down the road to Damascus. He saw the light. And that was an experience that he would never forget from that day forward. Amen. He didn't just see any light. You know, you and I, when we were maybe we're in the house and it's dark or something, and then you walk outside or you flip the lights on, kind of like, wait a minute, hold on, I can't see for a second. Then a few minutes later, our eyes start adjusting, and all of a sudden it's like, wow, this is nice. It wasn't like that with Saul there. The, the light that Saul saw was the light of God, okay? And God needed to use that light to change Saul for the better. Praise God. <sighs> See, when we talked about earlier about light being used to clean some things and sanitize things. Often, if something is physically dirty, you're not just going to shine a light on and it's going to be magically clean. You have to put some work into it and scrub it down and make it look good, okay? But just because something doesn't look dirty doesn't mean that it's clean, okay? Light cleans things that our eyes can't see. Light, those lights in the nursing home that they used, if they didn't use those, there would be so much disease, literal disease that just would run rampant because our human eyes, we see, man, it looks pretty clean. I don't have to do that. Even you can wipe it down with some stuff and man, that's clean. But we can't see what's hiding underneath the surface. The light of God had to go through Saul to clean out some things. See, Saul, maybe in his physical appearance, there wasn't anything really dirty about him. His attitude was dirty. His spirit was dirty. Those are things that you and I can't clearly see. Light had to come in and take over. Praise God. And when that light shone on Paul, in Paul, or in Saul, through Saul, it changed him. It changed his name. Praise God. Amen. Something, a new person was born that day. The old Saul was almost quite literally burned away. And God said, now I can use you. Now, now I've cleaned out that stuff that nobody else could see. And now we've got good things coming. Praise God. Uh, where was I? 
let the light of God shine through you. Don't let the devil tell you just to hide it and 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 because don't let the devil get the best of you, okay? We have this light that's greater than any light on earth right now. Praise God. All our lights could go off forever and we still have the light of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't don't get caught up in the depression of the world. The world is a dark place. And it's not getting any lighter, okay? Amen. But we need to be that person to go spread the light of God. That's the only thing that can save this world is the light of God. We can have, pick your favorite politician. They're not going to save the world. Praise God. They're, the policies of the President of the United States aren't going to save the world. Amen. God will save the world. That's what it is. Okay, praise God. Uh, so we're called to let the light shine. We're called to not be boastful and proud about it. But we're called to say, hey, friend, can I tell you about what Jesus did for me? We're not called to say, ha, I'm better than you. I've got the light of God and I'm saved and you're not. Look at that. No, that's the total wrong attitude to have. Praise God. The light is what's important. We, If we go into this with the attitude of it's all about me, I'm the important one, we're going to stumble, we're going to fall, we're going to end up like Goliath, okay? Praise God. We've got to focus on the light of God and say, it's not me. I didn't do anything. But God did something in me. Praise God. What are you going to do with that light that God gave you? Amen. Think about that. Maybe you've got friends that, that you've known for 20, 30 years. They're not in church. They know you're in church. Have you asked them, hey, can I tell you about what I believe? Can I tell you about this man named Jesus? You never know what's going to happen. There's there's people out there with a burning desire for something more. Think of it like there, there there's a fresh stack of kindling ready to be lit on fire, just ready and waiting for the right spark to catch. Maybe you'll be that spark. Praise God. Stand with me. I told you I wasn't going to be long tonight. Praise God. Let your light shine. Don't hide it away. In fact, we're told to put it up Put it up on a stand to make it even brighter for more people can see it, okay? Spread the love of God. Spread the light of God. Because you never know who you're going to win for God. In this day and age, there's people who are desperate, but they don't know where to turn. I know where they can turn. Praise God. Be the fire. Be the light of God. Spread it to someone else. Praise God.